0: going on everyone this is city wrestling radio and this this is the very first episode well i mean i guess we've had retro review shows before in the past but this is our episodic retro review show uh we're going to be doing it's not every single week but um you know we are going to follow the uh, the pathway of sunday Night night heat starting in 1998 and i believe it went to what 2001 2002 Something like that. So, we're, like I said, we're not going to do this every single week. We're going to, some weeks we'll have top 10 videos. Some weeks we're going to pay-per-view reviews. But won't, well, you know, we don't? Hey, we're going to talk about some Sunday night heat. Uh, but before we get into all of that, I'm your host, Corey Smith. And joining me via Zoom video uh, work conference chat uh, at any time of the day, my main roster mate, Mr. Jose Oseguera. How's everybody
1: doing? How are you doing sir?
0: I am doing, I'm doing great. You know, um, it's, uh, you know, we just ended the weekend. We're coming into mm-hmm. a new week. A lot of stuff is changing, but you know, I feel good about it. You know, a lot of, a lot of things come and go, but today we're going to look at the past of Sunday night heat. Right. Yes. Uh, uh, don't forget peak attitude era. Well, I, I believe it started like literally right when the attitude era kicked off in 19. I guess attitude era kicked off like 96, 97. Yeah. This is peak. Yeah. So this is okay. You're right. Peak attitude era, but we're going to talk about all that. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe at CWR415. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Don't need to tell you what's on there. Cause just go check it out. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, Get a bunch of extra stuff you don't get on the shows. So um, Sunday night heat, episode one, August second, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, Okay, what a show. So let's talk about. Oh, I guess show. let's talk about Sunday Night Heat in general, the concept of it. It right. was why why it was what it is. Yes. It was the first, uh, the second kind of the the second show to Monday Night Raw. This is before SmackDown before thunder yeah this is, i'm assuming right well you no, i'm saying to wwe or wwe right, every right, time. right, right. so but you
1: know it was uh, before the extensions where
0: everybody's you know the super amount of
1: content being spit out at
0: us exactly so you had um this this show being provi- uh shown on the usa network it started on the usa network eventually it moved to uh the coolest network of all mtv oh, i want my mtv um Sorry, I've had too much coffee and it's it's you know already. I'm just I'm I'm into this. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm complete opposite.
1: I just the edibles kicking in. There you took go. it maybe 45 minutes <laughs> ago, so I'm chilling
0: now. Well, that's good. It'll balance us out. Everyone just focus right in the middle of the screen and I think you'll have a good middle ground. Uh but no, Sunday night heat. Uh, this first episode, you know, what did you think in general? Like you said peak attitude era. What did you I think was, of this? <laughs>
1: Okay. Um, I wasn't expecting to see what I saw. No. I knew. No. I knew what, I knew what, what you know, we, we were all there. We know what happened. No.
0: No. Uh, what do you call it? I, w- I went into it thinking, you know, like, oh, you know, it's going to be some, like, attitude error stuff. Maybe it'll be some random, you know, maybe we'll get a moment in a couple of weeks. First episode. Whack! Right across the Ooh, face. Yeah. Oh, with, the, like, the, just the entrance alone. Th- this is the fucking g- craziest show. Border. So yeah, this, uh, geez, hold on. I, I mean, I gotta be real about this. Like literally my pro tools just shut down. Everything shut down. Nothing was working for about five minutes. Is this a sign that we should stop reviewing Sunday night heat right here? Jose.
1: <laughs> I really hope not because, uh, I had fun reviewing the show today.
0: Yeah. And uh, like you were saying, okay, let's, let's get back on track. Uh, maybe we'll have more tech technical difficulties, but hopefully not. Um, we're gonna persevere. We're gonna. This is only episode one. Let's see what happens in the future. But it's a test show. Let's, you know, the pilot. Yeah, it's yeah. the pilot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, if we
1: get picked up, cool. If maybe, not,
0: maybe I'll get recast too. Maybe you know, like, um, uh, what what are the what culture guys' names? Jack the Jobber. Maybe he'll take my role here, and he'll some he'll get to talk to some young, nice British lad about wrestling. Or
1: maybe they'll get some Playboy model to take over my spot. And, uh, you know, the they get number a- one.
0: Angel Garza just to take over as you to play. Yeah, Jose yeah, no, no, I'm,
1: I'm thinking, you know, to recap the Attitude Era, they'll get a, a legit, you know, a
0: playmate of the year. Oh, lingerie edition. <laughs> Lingery. Uh, OK, so peak Attitude Era, like you said, this is the second show after Monday Night Raw. It's just a for supplemental storylines, you know. Uh, because they just had too much content just for one show packed. Uh, so we kicked off, uh, we kicked off things. I mean, did we give our, what do we think of the shows? what do you think of the show?
1: Oh, what did I think of the show? There's a lot of cringe worthy moments.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really cringe, cringe. I but think 11 world- year old me. I was 11 at the time. I, let's, right. let's just get that out there. 1998. Mm-hmm. How, you, you know, you were, you were a little younger, a little dumber at the time, probably as well. Of course, I mean, the whole the whole world was a little dumber, the whole a little world more asleep, should we say? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this kicks off uh, with uh, Vince McMahon, like you said. This is August second, nineteen ninety eight. Kicks off with mm-hmm. Vince McMahon introducing the show and introducing us to the host of Sunday night heat Hosting and star and star of the show his sh- his son Shane o- Shane McMahon Shane O'Mac himself comes out to the ring uh he comes out first he stops and he walks back and then he grabs two ladies two uh, very attractive young women to accompany him to ringside uh and I was just it was funny because if you notice his music who, whose music was that do you know I don't. That was Jacqueline's music. Oh, that uh, that that eventually became Jacqueline's music, uh, the title of her song is "Pretty Mean Sister." So oh. Shane McMahon came out to, to debut on Sunday Night Heat to the song entitled "Pretty Mean Sister." Just thought that oh. was funny.
1: Yeah, and she was actually featured on the show too,
0: right? Exactly. So I mean, I think she was with Mark Marrow at the time, so maybe she came right. to his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um let's see uh so when the shane and his friends quote unquote are coming out to the ring i don't ever remember the wwf ringside being so goddamn cramped i'm telling you right dude okay first off people were falling over the barricade Mm -hmm. now guys were reaching out and like touching the girls like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, i didn't see any like like butt grabs or anyone tried to reach for like, no, a everybody was pretty chill. but everyone would like, you would see guys just like touch the girls, like arms and things like that. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. good. Uh, they get to the ringside and some guy is like reaching over the, like grabbing stuff off the, de- the commentary desk. <laughs> and, and Jr. and the King are just like, like God. holding their stuff together. Like, don't take our stuff, please. I was like, Jesus Christ. I am so glad I was never front row for this this <laughs> yeah. Sunday night heat or Monday night raws like this.
1: Well, you know what you know what that comes from though is uh, what's it called in New York? The Hammerstein Ballroom. Hammerstein, Hammerstein Ballroom. Ballroom.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's also know, limited
1: room. So the, from the ring to the barrier, it's only like five feet. Yeah. So they like barely. Yeah, that. yeah. Pretty much. They copied that format and took it to every stadium they went to.
0: And I think yeah, like there that was just the way they did things back in the day. Yeah yeah um so shane mcmahon and his uh which it says his friends on the lower third join uh mm-hmm. jr and the king ringside because he will be part of the commentary table um ali and kayla kayla and i thought it was natalie maybe uh, maybe i heard wrong. natalie ali and natalie either way Natalie, Ali. Uh, So they're going to be doing commentary with JR and the King. Kicked off with our first match tonight, Edge versus Jeff Jarrett. As uh, Shane McMahon says, the Enigma Edge. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jeff Jarrett, too, he comes out. He's with Tennessee Lee. Um, Going through a little bit of a mid-career crisis? I think this is right before he cut his hair, right? Right. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still. He
1: he was a lot more cocky, and this time he was more aggressive. It was the aggressive Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett.
0: Yeah, and he comes out to the ring, uh, and it's funny because Edge is just very like '90s. He comes through the crowd, he gets everyone pumped up, and then Jeff Jarrett's music hits, and everyone's just like, oh. all right, it's Jeff Jarrett. Let's let's. He, I guess we're watching Dallas tonight. Who, who comes out with a fiddle, man? As their entrance? Uh, that has
1: to be. I mean, it is
0: one of those songs. Like over time, you kind of like you start to like a little bit i've never liked that song. <laughs> never like okay it. well maybe i'm maybe i this
1: crap i actually got into and yeah. i'm a huge hip-hop fan
0: yeah but yeah. when it you
1: know rap this crap tour that that was just amazing stuff
0: yeah uh well uh jeff jarrett goes after edge while the lights are still out in the ring while jeff jarrett's using edge's jacket to uh pull over his head and blind him just like all the hockey players do in canada the mm-hmm. king says uh, Edges use Edge uses a flapjack, then a spear to Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Good looking spear. Yeah, I, I mean, and they called it a tackle. They were like, "Oh, that that's a that's a tackle." It's a nice I, tackle by okay, Edge. I will say this: they fucking called moves. They, yes, they called did. moves yeah. left and right. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the first WWE show in a while. Oh, he hit him with a. He said, "Oh, he's very he, he's like, "Oh, that's a that's actually reverse sidewalk slam actually." I was like, "Oh, damn, all right. Cool. That's mm-hmm. that's awesome. That really helps me with my notes." "Oh, it was the Russian leg sweep." Uh, yeah. cuz uh, oh, yeah. Shane goes, "Oh, that's a Russian leg sweep." And JR goes, "No, that's actually a reverse Russian leg sweep." And uh, ooh, reverse. And Shane he's playing like heel commentator but not heel cuz com- he's Vince's son, but it's not like full-on corporation mode yet you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh it's still you know kind of just this is his son he vince is the owner of the company who battles the um displacent uh worker stone cold steve austin which stone cold jesus christ i'll get there yeah. um so i mean jeff jarrett versus uh edge i mean it was i okay it was a really good match it until, was, until was. the until the very end which was very like what well, it's uh, a very 1980s finish. Well, okay. So the end of the match, Tennessee Lee grabs the leg of his uh, – of his. what do they call a manager's – like? they call him his like client? I guess his client. Yeah. yeah his, grabs his client, him? Jeff Jarrett's leg, uh, and Edge – After uh, Jeff Jarrett called for it. He was tapping his leg like, grab his leg. Uh, that's when uh, Edge gets the pin and win. Like I said, this is a really, really good match. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Uh, it was a really good start. I mean, I think that whole beginning of the match – uh, overcompensates for the end mm-hmm. being a little funky. But like I said, Tennessee Lee, he grabs the leg of Jeff Jarrett, but it's not even like edge was close. Like edge runs to the ropes and then, and then Jeff Jarrett runs to the ropes after mm-hmm. Edge all, And then Tennessee Lee grabs his leg. So, yeah. and they even kind of the commentators point out, they said, well, did Tennessee Lee blatantly grab Jeff Jarrett's leg? And this might lead to, I mean, I, I know this eventually leads to a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't remember Tennessee Lee being around for too much longer after this. Yeah,
1: and Jeff Jarrett doesn't need him at all. Yeah, what he does need is
0: a haircut and to get rid of those straps on his chest. Oh God, those straps, man. I mean, yeah, he looked way better with the haircut. I I will say a little bit more modern country.
1: Yeah. yeah so slap nuts. Jeff Jarrett is the best. Jeff Jarrett.
0: Uh that you know you could still get that shirt on pro wrestling tees. Really? Yeah. He ha his oh. own. His own. So I think he owns that sh- that shirt. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we are shown the stars of USA's hit new show, Pacific Blue. They're racing. Right? Slater just won't go away. 21 uh, years later. Still... <laughs> and how did he He aged like, what, a day or two? Yeah. Like yeah. he went from maybe being 24 three, to being 25 yeah. or 26. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's uh, with his co star, Amy Hunter Cornelis, I believe her name was. So yeah, yeah. they are in a show called Pacific Blue. Do you remember Pacific Blue? I don't. Okay, so it was, is
1: it like Baywatch but with cops?
0: Yeah, kind of. Uh, it it is, but Baywatch with cops on bicycles. Oh, okay. So they in, were in L.A. somewhere. Yeah, they were like the like Ventura or so, or no in Pacific Blue. It's like mm-hmm. a, fa- a fake you know town. So they they're, were like
1: in Pacifica. Yeah,
0: yeah. They would stop um, like people buying weed. Like, or you can't sell weed on the boardwalk, man. <laughs> that's probably i don't know I, I i barely remember the show i just remember i mean i looked it up a little bit but you know yeah i don't know uh it was a dumb show next up we have triple h Pac and china they're backstage they're discussing plans because they're gonna come out to the ring and cut an in-ring promo right now uh right. dx comes to the ring uh but just three members dx triple h Pac and china and uh, they're
1: dating at this point right what's up Triple H and China are dating at
0: this point. I believe, yeah, I believe they're together. Yeah, this is before him and Stephanie got together. Yeah,
1: and they're starting to pretty her up a little bit because I remember she was really rugged at first.
0: Yeah, I mean, China's always been very beautiful. I I always thought uh, maybe I just have a thing for muscles. I don't know. Maybe I just maybe maybe, but I I, I think you know everyone has beauty in every in any kind of sh-
1: they they definitely try to fem her up as the years went on.
0: Well, yeah, I. <laughs> Okay. So, I mean, like, do you remember when we were like w- during that time and people, people really did speculate about stupid shit, like more so than they did nowadays, I think. Like, I remember when I was a kid and everyone was like, dude, that's a man. That's a dude. Like, what oh do my you, God. do you remember this? You know, I remember a couple
1: people talking about that, but I always was like, dude, you guys are dumb.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was 11 at the time, you know, between the ages of 11 and... I mean, once I got a little older, I was like, that's not a dude. just a really buff mm-hmm. chick. It's uh, <laughs> just a buff chick. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, and it's just like, I remember even like, I, I had a stepdad at the time who called her the real mankind. And I was even like, wow, that's, that's, <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. he was like, what? What? And I'm like... So that it's just it proves the nineties, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but she she was one hell of a looker compared to like if you put her and Nicole Nicole Bass together. Oh yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I don't I don't want to be Nicole Bass is a very pretty lady. Let's move on. Uh so Xbox and Triple H. Xbox and Triple H are in the ring. They're discussing their plan for the next, next night because they have a match together to determine the number one contender for the Intercontinental title. Um, Xbox and Triple H, they're in the ring. Um, they, Triple H says, he says, uh, Are you ready? Are you ready? And he says, <laughs> For everyone at home and for one old wrestler in a Liberace outfit right there. Referring to the king. Yeah. And uh, which was which this whole segment was dumb, like I and, and it just TX was a <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I and I so used cool. to love
1: them, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were cool back then, oh, were, you know, they were anti NWO, they were the thing,
0: yeah. But so,
1: you know, this uh, looking at it, it with adult eyes, we're, uh, we're just and you know, 2020 eyes, yeah, it, it just. It, it, it takes a turn for the worse as it go, as it keeps going.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like it,
1: it, never, it never gets better. <laughs> uh, but my, but, my, you know, teenager, 15-year-old self is going, wow, that's, this just got a whole lot better.
0: Oh, I think I referred... Oh, I, I wrote that down here. Trust me. I, I There's something I referred to that exact kind of quote that you just said. Uh, so King wants to know, he says, will the, your match against each other tomorrow night be the final stake in DX? Will DX end... Jose, I think people need to keep watching the show. We need to find out if DX is going to end. Yeah, yeah what I, happens? Next I don't know if DX will, will fall apart as a team and never show their faces again. De- and God, and what, and what will SummerSlam happen? Is only
1: four weeks away.
0: Oh man, we got to fucking review
1: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, actual SummerSlam, right? No, no, no. In, in this time, oh my right, god, right? oh my god, and SummerSlam. You know is what's four funny? I thought about this. We are about, I think, like almost twenty-one years away from this episode. If we yeah. waited a month, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We would have done that. But I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. We're just going to roll with it. Yeah. Uh, Xbox says, hey, we're, pro, we're pros. We're going to go out there rip it up. And then we're going to shake hands. And then, uh, then they tell Vince to suck it, which uh, Shane's like, hey, that's, that's, that's not nice. It's my dad. It's my dad. Uh, and then uh, Triple H says, he, China, and HBK, who gets a huge pop. Uh, mm-hmm. are the ones that started DX? Uh, Vince, uh, didn't like it. He says, He says, We were the most titillizing show, uh, uh, thing on Raw, and we produced everything that was titillizing. And,
1: so, and check me out, I have no socks.
0: Uh, wait, he didn't have socks on. He didn't have socks That's on fucking great. That's weird. That's weird, but all right. So, Triple H, then, um, at any points to these two women in the crowd who are obviously plants? <laughs> obviously, like like yeah. these are two, they look like models. Mm-hmm. They're close to ringside. And I think they were just like with each other. So I'm like, what two hot chicks are just going? I mean, it could happen. It could happen. It did happen, actually. What? I'm Two. Okay, just keep going. Okay. Mind, keep okay. So, oh, no, 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 no. I mean... I'll oh, get there. Th-
1: that two models
0: would yeah be yeah yeah show the together. two models going mm-hmm. to um It, could, it show. could happen it could it could, it could maybe in some universes. Um, so these two women are ringside and Triple H. I guess they were doing this thing in the nineties where like, show us your boobs, put up mm-hmm. your shirt, and the girl's like, "No, I'm not well, gonna. this is peak girl g- girls gone wild." I'm not gonna. I'm time. not gonna do it. And then and she's just like fuck it. And she just like rips her it's, top off Velcro. Yep. Oh yeah. It was a Velcro top. And then the girl next to her does it, but the camera doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. And they have that like cheesy, like censored mm-hmm. like uh, logo. I was like, Oh my God. It
1: was the girls gone wild commercial and, all
0: over again. And then like, okay. So these, like I said, clearly not paid actors. Um he pressures he 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 pressures them to take their tops off. After saying no once, uh one does it and then another one does it. And then it cuts to the crowd of real like women in the crowd, not paid actors, just Mm-mm. taking their tops off. Yeah, you... I, I was like how many people did that and then like got in the car and were like why did I fuck? Why did I do that? I did that and I honestly think that the whole thing about with the plants being put in there and this is the part where I'm gonna get too woke is mm-hmm. fucked up because it pressures women to do it at that it point. Not, maybe not even pressure, but normalizes it, it. Makes it okay. It gets the crowd wild. It gets them going. Right. All the guys in the crowd who are already thriving off of this kind of um, behavior. You know mm-hmm. they're now they're chanting for it now and they're chanting for the girls next to them. Probably maybe you know mm-hmm. I'm assuming yeah. well, maybe hey no. I, hey take your top off girl come on sure. everyone else is, yeah show them your tits it's TX suck it mm-hmm. um uh, so and uh, it just you know it was just one of those things I was just like Jesus Christ no, uh, yeah. and the 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 non plants she she couldn't have been more than 19, 20 years old. I hope so. I yeah. fucking hope so. Uh, so, China visibly, she, gonna, she, she pissed, right? is fucking pissed. She's sitting, yeah. she's looking away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wouldn't be? She who had would, her back to it, yeah. She had her back to it with her arms crossed, and she has this look on her face like, like, why am I, why am I in, why am I doing this? Oh, you're gonna so get it, Paul. You're gonna see. So and then... And then uh, Shane is, like, rooting for girls to take their tops off. And the girls next to him, like, you know when you're with a girl and they don't want to fight with you, but they're just kind of like, shut up. Mm -hmm. She -hmm. gave him that, like, slap to the side, like, you're dumb, shut up. Like, Mm -hmm. you're a dumb guy. And it was just very, like, of course, she's a paid model. She's not going to be like, that's rude. But it Mm -hmm. was kind of like this slight little gesture that I was kind of like, the, the kids call it side eye. Yeah, so um, it was just it, to me the whole segment was oh so bad. It was cringe, it was cringe. It, I it was almost as cringy as it, no, it was more cringy than I was gonna say the Missy Hyatt interview that he, she did with Dave Meltzer recently. That was pretty bad, but yeah, um, yeah it, uh, I, I was just I like I said the eleven year old boy uh in me i thought this was great you know what i mean uh the 33 33 year old man in me thought this was a shitty and i thought it disgusted me and it disgusted Mm -hmm. me how wwe applied the peer pressure to get women to take their tops off um like i said how many women got in their cars later and was like
1: why did i do that Mm
0: -hmm. and i think that goes how how many were juiced I'm
1: telling you, this was that era where the girls gone wild videos were selling like hotcakes. But that's the and thing: college girls all around the world were doing the same thing. It was almost an honor to be in. One but of those we videos. can
0: we can get into it all night about like the the morality of girls gone wild because I think mm-hmm. that's kind of like the same thing. Like you know what I mean? Like you have a bunch of guys around you, know, take your top off. Yeah, and that's what WWE is basing it off of. That's where they got the idea from—is those Damn. videos. They well, didn't I mean, think of it to themselves. Girls Gone Wild is so fucking exciting. I fucking—I I ordered them when I was a kid. <laughs> I was a kid, and I ordered yeah. them. It yeah. was just like, "Hello, I would like to place an order for Girls Gone Wild." You got it. Uh, what's I'm your like name? Eleven-year-old. Are Are you twenty-one? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> So, so and the Headbangers. No, no, no. First, we have uh, this is one man's story of uh, living oh. alone. This is Draws' world. Yeah, and they totally
1: use the font and the, the real world font. The real world. Yeah. So, guys, the if you don't, real world. if
0: you don't know what the real world is, um, um, uh, it's actually probably the seed of what is known as the challenge now. Um, It was definitely the the father of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the grandfather now, I think, Um, unfortunately, Um, because the real world was a show where they get like, what is it? Seven people, seven strangers, seven, (laughs) seven strangers picked to live in a house and see what happens (laughs) when life stops getting crazy and starts getting real. The real world. And uh, so they would like work together and live together. And then like one guy slapped a girl and in Seattle and his name was Steven. It was Steven. Ha! I remembered that. <laughs> All right. And uh, anyways. Uh so this is uh draws. He likes to puke. This is uh, uh he likes snakes, beers, and to puke. Like why is that a selling point? He, and I love how it's so bad. This whole segment is so it's bad, but from what and got we got those they got those uh real world camera angles that were like They so had nineties Tom Pritchard in here. Yeah. Wow. Oh man, it, there was some it, it was like chunks and stuff in there. It was like corn. It was it was so gross. It was like what, what's going on? Just got compute, what? Puke, what? And deal? then he's in the ring. They're like in where, some training facility, not the PC cuz the PC didn't get to way later. Um but some sort of training facility they had at the time. And Draws is in this match I guess with Mark Henry and he pukes. <laughs> and you see Mark Henry go, "He puked on my hand." <laughs> <laughs> Like, he did puke on your hand, Mark Henry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why haven't you watched it yet? <sighs> and then we move on to the six man tag uh, draws and the headbangers, the uh, the jersey, te- the team jersey versus. Yeah, they all just
1: happened to be from Jersey, yeah.
0: Versus uh, Kai and Tai, the team of Funaki, Dick Togo, the newest Bullet Club member, Dick Togo, and uh, Teio, Teio, I believe his name that's, was. Yes, I think, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. Um. Guys, thank you for tuning into our Sunday night <laughs> Eat review. Hi. Oh. God. Uh, if there's uh, a festival uh, point, this is it. So.
1: This is uh, uh in the Dude, middle. And they, uh, they deliberately went to commercials when the Japanese team got their offense in.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. 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 And then they come back. Probably and they get the last bit of probably the best in. wrestlers in this match too. good yeah. So. Wearing street clothes, by the way. Kayenta, well, Kayentai was, I believe, this... Um, it was a, kind of like a punk rock group gimmick. And then it turned into this Japanese imperialist gimmick. Because, you know, Vince, J- Japan, Kayentai. Uh, um, remember the Indeed? Yes. Uh,
1: the the overdub?
0: Yeah. Uh, Funaki, though, in every edition of Kayentai, he, he stayed true. He is still with WWE. I He's mean, an,
1: an announcer. Yeah,
0: um, I did. I tell you the time I saw him at a Survivor Series, you did. and I, I said, "Funaki, Funaki," and he was like, <laughs> "Yes, number one." <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, oh boy. So this is in the middle of uh, Kai and Tai's feud with um, Val Venus.
1: Oh God, another cringe. Uh, yeah. So this guy.
0: Okay, I'll say this. Even back then, I thought Val Venus was cringe. He was a like, dick all the time. He was a dick. <laughs> Okay, uh, there was a, a part of me that was like, uh, eh, porn star, I was 11! I was 11! Yeah. Guys, do not hate yourself if you liked this when you were 11. It is okay to look back and go, why the fuck did I like this? <laughs> yeah. You very, know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, Kai and Tai, uh, so Val Venus, uh, apparently had sex with the manager, Mr. Yamaguchi, or Yamaguchi-san, uh, had yeah. sex with his wife in a shower. And... um, Yamaguchi-san, uh, most elegantly put it, elegantly put it, <coughs> uh, sorry, this is going to choke <laughs> me up a little bit. Oh. He says, I want to um, choppy, choppy or pee-pee. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- they <laughs> oh said God. that so many times. Who wrote that? Ah, this is good shit. Uh, I bet it was Vince. Or, to- or Tom Pritchard. Oh, dude. yeah, put the chunks in that part. Oh, choppy, choppy pee-pee. Put that in that one. That's great. So Tom now Pritchard I imagine, Bruce Pritchard uh, brother. So. Yeah.
1: Now you just imagine um, what's his name Cornet just grinding his papers in the back. Uh, what do you
0: mean choppy uh, choppy pee Anyway, so so there this match before he even gets started Falvinus gets to the the stage with Mrs. Yamaguchi, and he starts doing a lap dance on her. Standing, he's there. just like, like just like grinding her, and she's into it. Which, you know, if she's into it, great, good for her. But like, Hell, she, she gets paid to be. Into I feel it. like Yamaguchi should have just swam up to him and be like, "Ma'am, I'm sorry, you were clearly cheating on me. I would like a divorce.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry, I, sir, you are a horrible person. <laughs> Please, <laughs> uh, even, and I believe you will be a horrible person in the year 2020." Yeah. <laughs> That's just, you look like that type of person. The,
1: sir, this level of horror does not go away. You will be like this forever.
0: So, um, uh, oh yeah, there was a match though. Uh, Mosh and Funaki start the match. Like I said, Val rubbing all, off on Mitch, Mrs. Yamaguchi during the match. Teho and Togo hit a double. Bulldog to Draws at one point. Draws um, comes alive. power bomb to Teho. Teho. Draws gets the pin on Tejo. Four to ten. This match did nothing, and it was made worse by the constant cuts to Val Venus on the ramp.
1: Mm-hmm. And Draws was really being pushed as, like, a strong man. Who? Like, a,
0: a Draws? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. Like, this guy. He's, like, who, super powerful. Like, he has this weird kind of, like, monkey strength. I don't know how else to put mm-hmm. it. Like, like yeah. you see a gorilla, and you're like, that gorilla's not that strong. And then he just rips you apart. Yeah. So... Uh, then Val Venus comes to the ring and he approaches the two stars, uh, you know, and you know, what's really funny. Uh, first off is that the stars were still there. Mm-hmm. Like most times you see co- or like stars of TV shows on WWE and they're there like, Oh, there they are for that segment. And then it cuts and they cut away. And later you're like, where are those? Where are they? Weren't they sitting right there? But, no, yeah. they're still sitting there. Uh, Val Venus goes up to uh, Mario Lopez and his co-star, Amy Hunter Cornelis, and he tries to seduce Amy. Amy politely says no, uh, but Val is a creepy rapist type, and he doesn't take no for an answer. Uh, Mario Lopez intervenes, and he's like, hey, she, she said no. Well, at first he wanted a handshake. Oh, did he want a handshake? A- a- Izzy
1: later came up to him like, hey, let's shake hands. I love your stuff, Val. Val That's Venus, he,
0: he, pushed, like he pushed him back. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that was weird. And he's still trying to seduce Amy, and uh, that's when A.C. Slater steps in between them, Mario Lopez, and he gets pie-faced by Valvinus, shoving him into the chairs. <laughs> yeah. So first I'm like, okay, this is this is weird. And then Mario Lopez jumps the barricade. Superhuman ability. And tackles Valvinus. Mm-hmm. Where was this going? Nowhere. Well, we'll see you next week. I, <laughs> I wonder I what happened on Raw. But did anything happened on Raw? No, I not with Mario Lopez, but Mario Lopez. Yeah, you know what I mean. She, like it was just weird. Um, I don't know why. And you know, maybe it was one of those things they did it, and then the the producers and the insurance companies were like, "Yo, you cannot be wrestling. Mm-hmm. Just because they were insurance yeah, the purposes, property. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, what if he got hurt? He wouldn't be able to shoot TV shows. Pacific right? Blue exactly the new hit show on the USA network Mm -hmm. coming on.
1: on, We get another, uh, I believe it's on after.
0: Oh yeah. That was, that was a weird, yeah, this is like literally this episode was like right in between everything. It's funny how many things probably happened on raw the week before and week after. And we're reviewing the Sunday night eat in between. It's like the catch-up show, Uh, but there's some good wrestling. Like I said, uh, So I don't know where that was going. But anyways, uh, we were given a full replay, uh, fully loaded the Sunday prior. Um, I guess there is a very intense storyline happening uh, with Sable and Vince McMahon. And she's a nudist. And she Mm -hmm. wants to show off her body. Mm -hmm. And uh, Vince is, oh, you can't show off your body. You're a
1: woman. This is the famous uh, uh, body paint. The handprints, body paint on her. On <laughs> do, you know time, do you know how many times? Do you know how many
0: times that when I was a kid after I saw that, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sable. <laughs> oh, my God. I it, There were so many times as a kid and I did that. It was just, it was funny. Uh, but it was just this weird storyline where she wanted, you know, like Vince was like very rapey towards her too at one yeah. point. Yeah. And he's like, I always get my way. And like touches her hair. And she's like, I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm Sable. It doesn't make much sense, right? Because
1: he's like, cover up. I want to fuck. Cover up.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It, it made no fucking sense. And she's like, no, I'm a woman.
1: I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to get naked.
0: Yeah. I mean, Which sure, is fine. Yeah, You sure, fine. You, know, you, you do, but, you girl. But at the same time, it was just a little, it was a weird right. storyline. The guy's trying to rape you. Can you please, like, put your gloves on? Yeah. Well, you can, ask her your release, Sable. I don't know. But, I mean, she marries Brock Lesnar eventually. It all works out, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to mess with Brock's wife.
0: Uh, then, next match of the night, D'Lo Brown defending his European championship against Ken Shamrock. We have Mark Henry ringside uh, with D'Lo Brown. champ. Yeah, D'Lo was European champ back and forth a bunch oh, yeah, of yeah. times.
1: Yeah, US champ a couple times too, right? Uh,
0: Later on, no, I no. don't think so. But he wasn't around in the he, that um, the European. See, that's the thing. European title. The two people I think of, D'Lo Brown and X Pac, hmm. going back and forth. I think they went back and forth a bunch of times with that title. Like there are some other people that held it, of course, Val Venus, You know, hmm. uh, who was on the show. You know who I think of? Who? No one. Uh, William Regal, maybe? European? Yeah, maybe. yeah. yeah. He, sure. he is European, so mm-hmm. he's a PN. Uh, so I said, D'Lo tries to attack early. Shamrock uh, takes over. Uh, D'Lo distracts the ref while Mark Henry takes out Shamrock with a clothesline on the outside. And then we get Dan Severin and Steve Blackman coming to ringside. I guess Team MMA? Yeah. Uh, what was,
1: what was Blackman's uh, sticks? Remember, you used to come in with sticks.
0: Oh, like the... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, but so Dan Severin, and I guess Ken Shamrock have this, like, frenemy relationship mm-hmm. going on. Uh, Dan Severin eventually hits the ring, attacks D'Lo Brown, but, like, very, like, seldomly he was just like, bam, bam, bam. Okay, I'm done. It was
1: just to get the, D- the DQ.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so... Like you said, D'Lo Brown won by disqualification. I actually gave this match a 5 out of 10, even though this was like literally nothing happened in the match and it wasn't that great mm-hmm. of a match. The ending made a lot of sense. Like yeah. Severin didn't want Shamrock to win the title. He doesn't mm-hmm. really care about that title, but he doesn't want Shamrock to win it. Yeah. You know, so. It shows this disdain <clears throat> for Ken Shamrock, or it could be a
1: ploy to get him to join
0: MMA Central. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. So, you know, saying, hey, you know, I can be there for and Dan Severin, Jesus Christ, probably one of the baddest baddest guys in the roster. Mm. So, did you hear about, hear about that story about Dan Severin where I think they wanted to like job him out or something? And mm. he threatened to go into the Royal Rumble and he said, I will just turn... beat everybody up. I'll he said, everybody up. He said, I will go into that Rumble and turn your biggest match into the biggest shoot fight you've ever seen. <laughs> Eventually like, he would get mopped up though, right? Yeah, I think eventually. I mean, I think they gave him his release. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm saying in the match
1: eventually he, he would he would shoot for the first, you know, two or three competitors. But then you get five or six of those dudes in there. It's like he's doing he's going shoot. Let's get him. Let's yeah,
0: yeah. Him. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? You would get like Austin, Kane, and The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. You're like, why is The Undertaker and Kane everyone teaming up on Dan <laughs> Severin? Mm-hmm. And then we have, <laughs> Bart gun Severance poking somebody's eye out for real. yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's legit scooping someone's eye out. He's fish hooking someone's mouth open. Oh my god! And then we get a star of pack blue backstage. Uh, I didn't get her name. I don't know. I mean, either it was so long. Yeah, uh, boy with Bart gun. And you see, you see how they did the um
1: the lower thirds, their names. The that's why I couldn't get her name right. Oh, it the, was the, the,
0: next... the very 90s, like, like big letter, little letter, big letter, little letter, mm-hmm, big, mm-hmm. big, 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 little, little, yeah, Yeah, yeah. It was so bad. It was so bad. Like, I was even, like, trying to do the, I was, when I was trying to do the thumbnail and the stuff for this, I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I thought about it, but I was like, no one's going to get it because you have to explain it to, like, especially younger yeah, people. Yeah, you
1: would have to watch a show. And then nowadays, it means something completely different. Like, if you go on Twitter and you see those words, it's like somebody's going, <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? trolling, I guess. I don't want to seem like yeah. a troll. Uh, so, yeah, Bark recalling his Brawl for All match against Steve Williams. So, Which was huge. They even made an episode out of it on uh, what's that show that we watched? Dark Side of the Ring right yeah and uh so if you didn't know steve williams was supposed to win the brawl for all but bart gunn eventually wins and was jobbed out to butterbean and so i mean i I, it was the dumbest dumbest thing ever now that's one of the reasons why dan severin dan severin was supposed to be in that you know that he won his first round match but uh yeah that was part of the episode but left left, he decided not to be in it because he felt like it was going to ruin his image of an actual fighter Mm-hmm. so like all right right it's fucking awesome dan Severin's a fucking he is a beast mm-hmm. The guy seems fucking cool as hell i hope he's not an asshole <laughs> yeah right he looks like he might be though yeah I, hopefully he's one of those know. guys okay. that like he looks like he's an asshole but like really mm-hmm. he's like a, he's a softy
1: no when i shave the mustache I, i'm
0: really nice yeah yeah uh, i he was in a match recently he was in blood sport i think a couple of years ago the movie no the oh. the wrestling show Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so main event time Kane and Mankind versus The Rock and Owen Hart. Uh, Whoa, this is stacked. This is, I mean, this is the Kane and Mankind versus the New Nation right here. Mm -hmm. Uh, The winner of this match will face Stone Cold Steve Austin and Taker for the tag team
1: titles. I don't even
0: know how they became champions the rock, the rock and and Manco- or undertaker no 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 uh um
1: stone cold and undertaker oh
0: yeah yeah stone cold and undertaker like, i don't winning uh, the the championship they won a title eventually i mean sometimes when i'm watching this show it starts flooding back to me and i'm like oh yeah uh, like they're they probably won, won it on an episode of raw just randomly yeah for the pop well, Vince was always about that, putting the tag titles on somebody. Like, if somebody was going to have a title match for the WWF title, those two people would win the tag titles. And like, what? Their partners going into their match? What? Yeah,
1: well, well, listen to their, the main event here, or not even the main event. Look at their tag situation it's Mankind and The Rock. Uh, I mean, Mankind and Kane, The Rock and uh, I keep doing Owen. It too. And yeah. Stone Cold and Undertaker are your champions.
0: Yeah. Look at the uh, Yeah. Those are all your headliners. Yeah. Well, look just at the, the tag. Just tagging. There. Just a tag. And you have the headbangers in like one of the opening matches. Yeah. Uh, so Owen and Mankind start the match. They go back and forth. The crowd really isn't to, the, to this match at all. Because if you didn't know, Sunday Night Heat was filmed after Monday Night Raw. So they are probably just tired as hell. Exhausted. It's mm-hmm. like being in the third hour of Monday Night Raw, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, top rope, Larry to the Rock by Kane. Missile dropkick to Kane by Owen. J.R. then calls uh, Mankind, He's the mayor Parts Unknown! Which is really funny, because he was teaming with somebody who would eventually become a mayor. You're right. So, I don't know. It's a weird thing, I, I noticed. Uh, Owen gets into... Uh, so, the fight then breaks out outside the ring. Rock's battling both Kane and Mankind. And then Owen just slips into the ring before the 10 count is over. And the match is called to count out. Yeah, strange. So at first, I was kind of like, what the hell just happened? Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it kind of made sense. Well, you're watching an episode of Sunday Night Heat. Yeah. What did you expect? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, it kind of made sense. It kind of didn't. So, I mean... It was two heels trying to win by any means necessary. I think a lot of the times nowadays you see heels and they're trying to be like, I'm, I'm going to try to pin this guy in the ring. And it This is a number one contendership match. You could win by DQ. You could win by count out. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, there's no champion's advantage here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Tie the guy up outside. You know what I mean? Tie, yeah. Something. Tie their legs to, you know, something that can't move, a pillar somewhere.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, and then run back into the ring. You got this.
1: Yeah. So It worked out. Um, you know, Owen Hart's been known to be a huge prankster and yeah. uh, ribbing everybody. Did you notice at the beginning of the match, the, the camera crew wasn't on him? It was at the center of the ring, but in, and he was in the corner waiting for the tag, and the crowd just started going nuts.
0: Oh, he yeah, he yep. was yelling at the fans about something.
1: Yeah, and then when the camera pans to him, he's just back to normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, nothing happened so yeah. I, I really want to know what happened
0: that day um so the one thing I will say about this this stacked match it wasn't that great it wasn't yeah it was it, it, it was like kind of sloppy actually there was a mm-hmm. it seemed like a lot of the times it was like their first match ever together because mm-hmm. mankind didn't look crisp no well I mean it was mankind he wasn't he was a great he was a he was a very skilled wrestler but I mean like he had so many years already before this you know what I mean
1: yeah, and they, they were talking about a couple of weeks ago that when he took that fall off of somewhere where his arm was... Off of oh, the Hell like 20 in the Cell? Foot, he took a 20-foot fall. Off Hell in the Cell, or...? I don't know what well, the yeah. premise was, All but right. they mentioned it during the match. All right. Uh, at the previous pay-per-view, he took, a, he took a bump.
0: Okay. Oh, at fully fully loaded. I think so. Uh, so that okay, so I give this match a 5 out of 10. Like I said, the ending made sense to me, but it was a nothing match. So, yeah. <laughs> my... My, one of my favorite parts of this episode is the Stone Cold interview at the end of the show. Oh my God. Okay. First off, we're not going to get through this. Michael Cole is probably going to be in every episode. So just get used <laughs> yeah, to it yeah, now. Yeah. Young, young little baby Michael Cole. Little mm-hmm. baby. Good to see. 12, 12 pounds, nine ounces. Little, you know, little baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Michael Cole, he's backstage with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And honestly,. I think Austin's a little inebriated at this point.
1: Well, I remember when they cut away to Austin earlier? He was just sitting in the drinking in the beer, headout, yeah.
0: drinking beer. I'm so, gonna you know. water the man, God damn it! If i me and me uh, Undertaker go win the match. So, so uh, Michael Cole asks. He goes, "Last week, you tossed Undertaker a beer, and he drank it. Is this a sign <laughs> of solidarity?" Okay, so. Stone Cold just like, it's just me today, man. Man was thirsty. Damn it. He wanted a beer. Mm-hmm. I threw a beer. He wanted to have it. It was fine. And he had it. a beer. That's all it was. All right. It made sense. Cole then says, well, then, you were attacked by Cain and Mankind. And Taker conveniently turned his back when they attacked. <laughs> so Stone Cold <laughs> then goes, and I, I, I can't do it in a Stone Cold voice because you're not going to understand me. I, don't, I want everyone to get this word for work. He goes, okay. I was dumb for turning my back. And then Cain shanghaied me from behind. But at the same time, Undertaker didn't lift a finger to help. But Stone Cold didn't need any help. But you're damn right. No, he didn't help me. So maybe there is something there. <laughs> what? What? What the <laughs> fuck did you just say, Stone Cold? Because uh... at a certain point, he goes, I didn't need no help. And he had this look on his face like, oh, fuck. I'm... But, you know, he didn't help. So maybe, that, there, maybe there's something there. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. So, I mean... Uh, Cole, uh, Cole then asked about the match on Raw tomorrow night, and Stone Cold was like, "I'm done with this interview. Oh, I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm tired of you. You're done. Bye." Mm-hmm. So out, we go off the air, and we go off the air. So that was the very first episode of Sunday Night Heat. Wow. What a what a show, right? What yeah, entertaining, entertaining. Enter, I mean, to say the least, it was entertaining. I there. Yeah. I'll be honest. Despite the moments where I was like, ah, there was there was some damn good wrestling on the show. Yeah. The first match yeah. really got me into it. The mm-hmm. Jeff Jeff Jarrett match versus Edge, match of the night had to have been right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right, because you had three matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And segment of the night. What, Draws world.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it w- it's, wins by default. It, 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 no, that, that Stone Cold interview
0: had to be. Oh, the best. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. you damn right, Stone Cold don't need no help, but maybe he do need some help. And he didn't help me, <laughs> but I don't need it. And it's fine, but it's fine. It might say something about his
1: character, but <laughs> it was almost like he didn't want to complain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. And then the midway he caught on and was like, wait you, a minute. You, I'm you, Stone Cold. You see Vince no just in the background like wait. <clears throat>
0: It's like when uh, when when Braun was on SmackDown. Oh, dude, he just like I was coming to work, bro, and he just like came in. It was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. So, like I said, we're not gonna be doing this every week. Next week, you and I will be doing our top ten. You got that top ten. Wrestlers making television appearances,
1: it's specifically TV, because yeah. movies yeah, it's you
0: now count. You it doesn't count. It, Do it, music it, videos count? Music videos? Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. Because they weren't shown. Because on the I screen. swear
0: to God, I just for today I was I saw resaw this. I saw this man named star, star brat Hulk Hogan in a Dolly Parton video. Oh, oh my God. God! I've never seen that. I'm a, I'm a YouTuber. Oh God! It's it, it's it's funny. My heart is in a headlock. I think oh that's what God. it's called. Does he have, like rhinestone. No, uh, he he's just dressed. It, it's funny because he's called Starlight. Oh, we'll talk about it all next week. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Next, like I said, next week, top ten wrestlers in television. I'm your again. I'm your host, Corey Smith. And we will see you next week. Have a wonderful day. And I will see you later before that with Michael Vergara, With the Bay Show. Guys, I can't wait. This week of A.W. is going to be good. Guys, we'll see you later. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.